Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. We're professional audio people now. This feels like real, like, radio. I don't even, hold on, wait, let me turn the lights on. Let me get on the key Now, doesn't it feel, I mean, obviously, this is an audio medium, and I've just turned on key lights, but doesn't it feel like we're on the set of, like, a big Hollywood <laughs> thing welcome to hitch two welcome to the set of hitch two can you tell me about the lights can you tell me about the lights bright brightness so like i know that in the community yes of streamers yes that like the ring light was a thing yeah and it's still a thing but these are different these are not rings from what i understand ring light it makes a pretty sort of shape on the eyeball on reflection of eyeballs this one doesn't I guess not. I mean, I, it definitely does because of our glasses. Yeah, it does have a glasses glare issue that I'm trying. I'm working through, but I got a good stream set up right yeah, now. Yeah, got a stream deck, got key lights. I've been getting a lot of complaints about my video quality and about the <laughs> the fact I do look like a Morbius and all the stuff that I make. I don't know what that means. A Morbius is like a vampire man. Oh, from okay. Morbius. And so that people are complaining that you're too pale? Nonstop. Not even paleness as much as it is that it does look like I live in a uh, crypt or a sepulcher of some sort. But now I have these damn lights. And I'm sorry for cussing. I'm just really excited about- I'm going to warn you that people on the internet may still continue to say those things about you, even though you have purchased these lights. It's been my experience that when people complain (laughs) about something about you Uh on the internet and you take action to correct Uh it, it immediately forever stops. Okay, good, good. Um, But yeah, watch this space. Big things happening here on the set of Hitch 2, a big Hollywood production (laughs) with fancy lights and cameras and and microphones. Didn't even talk about- Damn boom arms. And again, I'm really sorry for the language, but these boom arms, I can make this mic be far away from me or super duper close. I can make it go up. I can make it go down. It's incredible. <laughs> the freedoms that are available to us American citizens. My, my hands, right? I could be knitting right you now. You could be knitting. I could, up, up. I could be anywhere doing anything. I could be <laughs> pantomiming. This is wonderful. It's a show we talk about things we like, things that are good, things we're into. And I'm into all this equipment that I have rocking. Yeah, so Cyber Monday, saw Cyber Griffin Monday, coming. Cyber Monday, Black Friday, Cool Thursday. <laughs> we did a lot of shopping because it's been long overdue, but now we're in the 22nd century. Welcome to the game. Do you have a small wonder to talk about? I do, actually. I, I thought of it, and I thought, I hope I get to go first so I can say it before Griffin does, oh, which it. is spirited. Damn it. <laughs> You got me. We It did take us two days to watch this film. It would take us two days to watch any movie, though. True, true. Um, and it's one of those things that within the first 10 minutes, we were like, oh, this, oh, this is, is good. A, this is incredible. <laughs> this is very good. This is a, a musical Christmas program in the style of A Christmas Carol uh, that stars Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. Um, it's on the Apple TV yes. platform. Yes, which I think is prohibitive, uh, probably for a lot of people. But we, back when Ted Lasso was popping off, yeah. invested in it, and this is now a new uh, rotation for us. I think N- in our Christmas viewing, good like holiday movies are. I think we've talked about this on the show before. They are thrilling because of the fact that there's not like an endless catalog of like really great. Holiday media. There is an endless catalog. Okay, there is an endless catalog, <laughs> but, but not of ones that like you think like 
I'm going to, this is part of the tradition now, right? Yeah. Like good holiday media becomes tradition. In like and, a wholesome, heartwarming way, not in a like ironic, like, oh, this was so ridiculous. Now I'm going to watch it every year and it's going to be a tradition of how terrible it is. No, this this film, y'all, is so good and yeah. the music is remarkable. It's yeah. an exploration of like the logistics of doing a Christmas Carol style haunt. Uh, yeah, on a bad person, yeah. uh, and it's it's clever. It's incredibly well made, well cast. Yeah. Everybody in it is so good and funny, and the mu- the songs are just out. I was of so impressed. See, as somebody who has now been in the McElroy family for several years, I can say comfortably that uh, the book, the book on this, you know, when people write the music and they call yes, it the book, sure, 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 yeah, is good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you heard it here first. <laughs> the book, I liked the book. I thought the book was good. That was definitely going to be my thing. Uh, so instead, I will pivot. Oh, I got a, I got this new Kindle tablet. It's called the Kindle Scribe. I love my paper white. I've talked about this. I don't. I feel like this is like a Griffin's gift guide episode. It kind in a big of is way. a little bit. Uh, I love my paper white. It's very very small and it's got that good e ink display, and I like to read books on it. Uh, and some I sometimes I'll read a sometimes I'll read a newspaper on it. Very rarely, Ooh. mostly when I'm traveling. I like this. It's bigger, and you can read. I think I guess more words per page on it, but then okay. it's got a little uh, stylus, and it lets you create like notebooks and stuff uh, with with different sort of settings. I've been using it for like a checklist, like a daily checklist, as like a checklist template. And I find that <laughs> I have used a lot of apps uh-huh. for like project management, uh, to to do list stuff, and I fall off of it because it's so easy to just forget it. This is a big honking tablet. I keep it right there at my desk, and I do a little check mark on the stuff I do. And if I do a good enough job, and I do my whole checklist, I give myself a little doodle at the bottom of the page. Like, yes, I drew some grapes, and I wrote grape job. <laughs> I haven't not completed the list. Maybe if I don't complete the list, I'll draw like a nasty, nasty drawing of like a scary, you know, a, like a snake or something. Uh huh. And I'll say like snake job, and that means that I did a bad. Bad, jo- a bad, bad job that day. I was thinking more of like a like what you would call a snake in a black turtleneck, which is what snake snake jobs. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm happy Should for you. Should we start over? In uh, <laughs> your Kindle, I um, look forward to the future. I'm changing my small wonder because you were giving me a hard time on it. Um, in DC, you, I just don't want to be so consumer. I feel you. Know? you. I understand that. In DC, you have to get your car inspected at one place. Is that really true? I'm like 98% sure. It's one of the wild things. Because I know that you did drive like 30 minutes to get this done. Yeah, it's like downtown. It's like by the Lincoln Memorial, which is wild. It's like, yeah. here's the Lincoln Memorial. Here's the Washington Monument. Here is the DC DMV car inspection station. But holy shit, you pull your car in there, somebody looks at it for about 90 seconds, slaps a sticker on them, you're on your way. I do like that a lot. That is nice, yeah. I like good, when bureaucratic process is smooth, mm, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I understand it. Yeah. I get it, bureaucracy. Well, you and I are similar good. in that when we know that we have a task we have to complete that is relatively mundane, we will put it off yep. and put it off. Yep. And then when it happens and it is painless, it's like, oh, great. Now when I have to do this again, 
I won't put it off maybe quite as long. But I probably still will. <laughs> but maybe Definitely still, still will. will. Yeah. Um, I go first this week, according to you, moments before we started recording. Yeah. I would like to invite everybody to uh, come with me on a journey to Griffin's Poetry Corner. No. <laughs> oh, no, you have to do it. Oh. bop a dee bop 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 beep 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 bop bop boop boop bop. I got ASMR. <laughs> Strong. These mics are good for that, I guess. You know, you should, any anytime that you need to escape into like an ASMR world, you should just tap me on the shoulder and I'm, I'm happy. Well, to... I would need you to come is the microphone and your voice in unison. I okay. will sit here, put the headphones on, close I wasn't, my eyes. I wasn't done though, is the thing. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Boop, 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 beep, beep, boop, 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 boop. That really did. I got, I tingled for sure. Um, I want to give a special shout out to Sarah Davis, who we work with, uh, who always finds just the good shit. Oh, I know what this is going to be. See, you got me all excited that it was going to be like a real poem published in a book of poetry for poets. Oh, wow. Listen to you. Wow. Listen to poetry. Listen to poetry expert. I'll let the listener be the judge of what is it. Well, you went to poetry school for a long time and spent a bunch of money. So I guess you get to tell me what is and isn't poems. Is that what the is that the energy we want to bring to the show? I'm just show? saying that moments ago I commented on the consumerist nature of our podcast so oh, yeah, far. It's going to get even worse before it gets better. Okay, continue with Griffin's gift guide. Griffin, well, no, I'm not <laughs> suggesting anybody buy this thing. This okay, I'd like to bring to everybody. I submit for the approval of the Midnight Society an advertisement that um it's probably the, just the most incredible thing that has crossed my desk this year. Are we going to be able to share some of the audio for, for sure? This? Yeah, okay, why good. not? It's good, an advertisement. So, it's very important. So Lamborghini recently unveiled a new model of a, of a sports car called the Hurricane model, uh, and and th- this one's the Hurricane Storato, which is now, a, an you, off-road version of the sports car. Are you saying that with a regional dialect, or is it really spelled no, that way? No, and I know this is confusing because there is a city near Huntington called that is spelled Hurricane yeah, that yeah. we call Hurricane. No, this is H-U-R, like, A-C-A-N. So oh, okay. Kind of, I'm probably mispronouncing every word. I may have mispronounced Lab- Lamborghini, for all I know. <laughs> um, though it, it, I will say this. The profile of this car... It is very traditional sports car, low to the ground. So watching it drive through like a desert is, I will admit, pretty surprising. But nothing is as surprising as the voice that happens at, at the beginning and throughout this advertisement, uh, or the words that this voice says that was written for this ad that accompanied the debut of of this of the Hurricane Storado. Uh, I'm I am going to play a little bit of the ad. I might play all the ad, actually. Fair use, right? Is that <laughs> ad? Um, well, might, and in a way, I mean, we're doing them a favor, we're right? We're transforming, yes. Maybe some listeners will hear this and they'll be like, you know what? I am going to get a Lamborghini. I am going to go buy myself a Lamborghini Hurricane Storado. Um, I want you to envision the following, because you won't be able to see the ad, but just sort of like in your mind mood board. I want you to envision a blonde mustachioed man, man just kind of like throwing some dust around inside of like a desert temple of some sort. And then there's a woman wearing sunglasses. She's driving a loud sports car through like dusty badlands, uh, which which is a cool. That's my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite coach of the Cincinnati Reds was definitely dusty badlands. Uh, and then also someone is like snowboarding down a red dusty hill. It's very dusty for reasons that are about. Just here's the ad. And here's here it is. 
This one's for you. Concrete urinal, tamer of curves, master of speed. Where your finest suit, dirt is made for it. Let the show off begin on this new concrete. Spray paint powder on tires that thrive on the rim. Dust is gold. Dirt's for the bold. Black out the sun, raising red clouds on that dry ground. Make gravel rain down. Let adrenaline and fun collide. Spray grains of dust aside. It's no filth. This is design. Any amount of grime is fine. The more you get dirty, the more you'll shine. Dust is gold, dirt for the bold. Dust is gold, dirt for the bold. It is hard for me to pick a favorite part of the Lamborghini Hurricane. So much of it is that it keeps going. Yeah. Right? Like, any of those words in isolation is not particularly shocking. No. It's the fact that they are put together and then repeated and then rephrased (laughs) so many times. Rephrased so many, so many times. It's basically like a musical, like, leitmotif that occurs (laughs) throughout uh, the whole thing. I mean, poetically speaking, they do some fun stuff in there. Uh, it starts off as just sort of random observations. This one's for you, Concrete Yearner. Um, <laughs> already I'm hooked. I don't know what that uh-huh. means. But then toward the back half of the commercial, they introduce this like deranged meter as if the whole thing has been, they act like they've been rhyming and rhythming the whole time yeah, when yeah. it hits you with, like out of nowhere, it hits you with let adrenaline and fun collide, spraying grains of dust aside. It's no filth. This is design. Any amount of grime is fine. The more you get dirty, <laughs> the more you'll shine. I had this reaction that I imagine a lot of people did where I was like, oh, has it been rhyming the whole time? And I just didn't notice until now. <laughs> Your reaction was incredible because you were just like, Oh my God. Like halfway through, you were like, oh my God. And then the further it went, just more, just, oh my God. Like, well, because here's the thing car commercials, I mean, this is pretty well tread ground for car commercials, right? Like this trying to create this whole fantasy and yeah. this, you know, and, and flowery language and this sense of like, we're going to transport you to this world where you were driving this car. And so at first I was kind of like, yeah, okay. I mean, it was weird, but all right. But then it, it they double down so many times, and then they quintuple down. It almost like it's like an exponential downing that they go, that it just <laughs> goes further and further and further. And the internet is so chock full of wild shit that I feel like nothing like really sticks to my brain on any like given day. From the moment I watched this ad, I knew I was going to think about it every every day for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to say the words dust or dirt or gold without like yeah. f- first thought becoming the Lamborghini Hurricane Storado advertisement. Uh so so powerful and mimetic is is this commercial. And I think it's easy to write this one off, this poem as like 
oh, this is an Italian product. It's an Italian advertisement. There's probably like a, maybe it's a translation oh, issue. Oh, yeah, okay. But no, uh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure the strangeness of this is a feature and and not a bug. The agency, I did some some Googling. Good. The agency that wrote the ad is called DDB Group Italy is all about creating, quote, unexpected works. This is from their mission statement. It means that the best idea is the one you never see coming. The thing that catches you so off guard you can't look away. Creativity is having the fresh perspective and raw energy to bring something into the world that no one's ever seen before. We're talking about the courage to shake things up and maybe even change them. <laughs> the courage. <laughs> I mean, in that sense, mission fucking accomplished, yeah. guys. Like, you crushed it on this one. I have never seen or heard or experienced anything like the debut advertisement for the Lamborghini Huracan Storado. I was so it, – it it's very long and it made me think about like those like Super Bowl commercials that like, you know, they really invest in the like presentation. $20 million in a minute. Yeah. But then I thought, like, where is this airing? Yeah. You know, like, and it made me, I made the comment to Griffin of, like, is there a channel on, like, who, where and who? Cars channel. <laughs> Speed cars. Dirt cars channel. Okay. Pretty sure it's channel 11. I was trying to think of a channel. channel where people have the income to even entertain the idea of, like, this ad convinced me to buy this car. Probably Bravo. <laughs> okay. I can't think of what another ad, like yeah, another channel that like super wealthy okay. people will watch is. Anyway, on one hand, the copy and the things that are said, the thoughts and ideas of this commercial mm -hmm. are garbage. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. on the other hand, mm -hmm. as uh, as I've always said, dust is gold and dirt's for the bold. And so for me, like when I, when I internalize that, what that means is that it's actually a very good commercial and I'm very happy that I saw it. And um, it's changed, changed my life, changed my life for the better. Yeah, it really, I mean, ever since you talked about the agency that developed it, it really makes me think about kind of the process, right? Yeah. Because they must have thought like with a fancy car, typically they're in the rain yeah. or they're there. It's like a perfectly clear day and they're driving like around a curve and like a fancy place. Yeah. What don't you see? Right. Like what is going to stand out? And then they were like, this whole thing is going to be about dirty. <laughs> I'm imagining Don Draper standing in front of like a, a, a small television and showing a room full of execs every other car commercial and being like, what's wrong with all of these? That's right. Their coherence. <laughs> what I would like to propose uh -huh. and then. They made this this incredible this incredible poem. Well, yeah. thank you for coming to my poetry corner. I know we don't get it. I know it's dusty and dirty. There's empty Fritos bags all over the place. But this is also <laughs> where I come to have snacks. This is my snack time corner. Uh -huh. um, we'll see you again in three years. We'll see you again next time. <laughs> DDB Group Italy comes out with another hot, and fresh <laughs> jammer for mm -hmm. all of us to enjoy. Um, Dust is gold, dirt's bold for the bowl. Can I please steal you away? Yes. Griffin? Yeah. You know what's a shame? What? Is that when you order uh, meals to be delivered to you, they can only be for dinner. That's true because of the law. But wait, wait, what's this coming across our desk? The law is different now? <laughs> it's factor. These rebels are operating outside the boundaries of food law. 
Factor has breakfast. They have midday bites. They have smoothies. Uh, there's lots of stuff you can get with Factor. What other things can you get with Factor? Well, I'm looking at this menu right now. They got a lot of tasty little options for you. I'm talking about artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. Did you even know that butter could be tomato? <laughs> Not me. Shredded chicken and loaded mashed taters. With I changed the word. They say potatoes, but I said taters, precious. With mushroom <laughs> gravy, smoked cheddar, uh, bacon, and Parmesan broccoli. Uh, this this menu is out of sight, and my mouth is just watering looking at these glossy JPEGs of tasty food. So head to factormeals.com slash wonderful50 and use code wonderful50 to get 50% off. That's code wonderful50 at factormeals.com slash wonderful50 to get 50% off. It can be intimidating trying to roll with the console cowboys in cyberspace. Um, There's always the worry that maybe they know something that you don't vis-a-vis website design or website functionality, and you think, I could never be that. I could never be among their illustrious ranks. Griffin, if I wanted to build a website where I ranked my favorite episodes of Ghost Rider, would I be able to do that? Well, first of all, it would be the same list as everybody else's with the Julia Styles <laughs> episode at the top. But yes, you can do that with Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. Do you want to have special functionality, like maybe a members-only VIP club section of your website? You can do that. Do you want to sell stuff? Yeah, you can do that too. Do you want to have an online scheduler so that people you can, you can sell uh, your time. Yeah, you can do that also. Anything is possible. That's um th- for the commercial, the Super Bowl commercial they had. That was my voice yelling, anything is possible. In wow. The yeah, not a lot of people know that. Hey, head to squarespace.com slash wonderfulpod for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code wonderfulpod to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. You probably already have a favorite animal. Maybe it's a powerful apex predator like the tiger or a cute and cuddly panda. And those are great, but have you considered something a little more unconventional? Could I perhaps interest you in the Greenland shark, which can live for nearly 400 years? Or maybe the jewel wasp who performs brain surgery on cockroaches to control their minds? On Just the Zoo of Us, we review animals by giving them ratings out of 10 in the categories of effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics. Listen with friends and family of all ages to find your new favorite animal with Just the Zoo of Us on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Hello, I'm a stuffy dowager countess. Travis? I'm judging everybody's manners. Oh, no. Schmanners isn't judgy. It's about teaching you to be your best self and be a little more confident when you enter social situations that you don't understand, and maybe also teach you a little bit about history you didn't know or give you interesting things to talk about at parties. Yeah, like The Secret Life of Emily Post. Or like why wristwatches are the way that they are. We can talk about table manners from the Victorian era. Sure, or what it's like to attend a Regency Ball. Yeah. Uh, you can find all that and more if you listen to Schmanners on Maximum Fun or wherever your podcasts come from, I guess. Manners, schmanners. Get it? We're going to go from your poetry corner to another poetry corner. <gasps> Wait, oh man, your poetry corner's on the other side of the room, babe. I know, I'm sorry. Ugh, hold on. Dum, 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 dum. 
You'll notice that my poetry corner has a, a comfortable seating. It's so clean and it smells. You've already got uh, you're diffusing oils over mm-hmm. here. It smells so good. There's a natural light, you Damn know, um, exposed brick. Well, you're the one who we walked into this room at the same time. You pointed at this corner and said, well, I'll go ahead and take that one. And then you pointed... <laughs> To the already befritoed corner and said, uh-huh. that, one's, that one's yours, dirty man. Uh-huh. I mean, it's not like it's an all-purpose corner. You asked for a corner in which to do your poetry, and I said, and sure, let's yeah. let's make sure that it's appropriately sized for the amount of poetry corners that yeah, you're probably actually, going to it do. It is only fair. <laughs> uh, so the poem, the poem, the poet, yes. the, the environment that I am bringing you into yeah. is one that features the poet Kate Bear. Whoa. Cool name. Uh, <laughs> Scary, kind of. Sometimes I think about like the mental grab bag you have in, in responding to poetry. Yeah. Uh, and that was one of those moments where I really I really saw how deep that well is. Well, I'm just thinking about a big bear, big fuzzy bear. Cool name. It is like, spelled B-A-E-R, so there's a chance oh, so that it's, it's bear. bear. Yeah. Um, Not as fun. But I, yeah, I, again... In preparation for this, I always have the plan to watch an in-person interview in which I can see the poet pronounce their own name, yeah. and I did not get to I'm it. I'm like 100% it's Bayer. I know people okay. with that last name. Okay. Let's, I don't want to brag, but I know a lot of people with a lot of different <laughs> last names, and so my pronunciation <laughs> game is always so on no, point. No, you're showbiz. I get it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I got this book of poetry. Yes. I went to an actual physical bookstore. Whoa. Um, when my friend Ariel was in town. Uh and now I feel like I need to be able to name the bookstore that I went to. That's okay. It's we can assume it was like a cool, like <laughs> like a little little haunt. Um, and I picked up this book of uh, poems uh, called "What Kind of Woman." Uh, that was uh Kate's uh first book of poetry, and not only her first book of poetry, it was her first piece of paid writing. Whoa! So she kind of made her claim as a as a blogger. Uh, and then got an opportunity to write a book, and that was the first time that she had ever received pay for writing poetry, which That's is awesome, mind blowing. Yeah, and so I picked it up and I started reading it. It was very accessible. Uh, the poems are very short, and I had this kind of initial resistance to it uh, because, as you mentioned earlier, kind of a snob. Uh, I mean, hey, I would <laughs> never say that. I would never, ever, ever say that. Uh, but then the magic of this writing is that at a certain point you buy in and then you really start to think about how you approach poetry in general at least that's true if you're me um it made me have a lot of feelings and thoughts uh which you know i hate when (laughs) art does that to me it's like I had plans to think about a bunch of other cool stuff today, like nachos and video games. I mean, you can still think about those. No, I can't. Not if my brain's like really <laughs> tied up in like a poem. Uh, she writes a lot about kind of her experience of being like a woman and a wife and a mother. And I think those three things a lot of times um, kind of push people into a category of writing. Uh, and I saw this spelled out really well. Uh, she did an interview with The Guardian. So th- this book that I'm talking about, What Kind of Woman, came out during the pandemic in this like time where people, I think, really kind of 
leaned into poetry. There's a lot, there was a lot, as you all will recall, (laughs) (laughs) there was a lot of kind of isolation and a lot of mental load that came with the pandemic. And I think people, you know, didn't have time or feel like reading a book. And they also needed that kind of emotional release um, that came with all of the isolation. And poetry kind of experienced like a uh, like a little bit of a a boom, and 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 I feel like she kind of was right there at the right moment. Yeah. So all all of that to say, so she's giving this interview uh, with the Guardian uh, in 2021, talking about what she writes about, which, as I mentioned, is just kind of the experience of being a woman and a mother and a wife. Uh, And in in the article, the writer says, because she has a big social media following, she has been described as an Instagram poet. Her book is sometimes lumped into the self-help genre, which seems mean. It is definitely not a how-to. Often she'll receive messages from readers suggesting she write about other subjects as if motherhood isn't worthy of their time. And then in her interview, she she says, I mean, how many books have I read about baseball? There's no topic (laughs) that's unwriterly, but motherhood gets stuck in that category. and it, it really, it really like, that's what I mean when I say kind of in the middle of this book of poetry, I thought like, no, this is really, really good. And the fact that I was hesitant to kind of embrace it says a lot about kind of my own experience of reading women writing about being women. Yeah, you know? sure. It, it was just, it was really interesting. It, and I found it really inspiring, actually, as I was reading the book, like just in the way that like, I thought like... <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts yeah. about being a mother and a wife and a woman. And and it's interesting how I just kind of assume that that will not be of value to anybody besides women, you know, like yeah. or, or people that have had that personal experience. Um, and so I picked, because they're so short, I picked two poems to share um, that that I feel like kind of show – show her range uh, and and her talent, and I wanted to share them. Please do. Okay, so this poem is from the book, What Kind of Woman? And the name of the poem is For the Advice Cards at Baby Showers. <laughs> Baby socks don't matter, but more importantly, neither does advice. This is not a performance for your friend or your mother or the woman in line who tells you about coats. Experience will teach you two things. You are the mother, and it's okay to let them go up the slide. Nothing in this world can prepare you for this love's suffering, for joy and loneliness. For now, just remember, birds sing, babies cry, and no matter the weather, every morning is new. That's great. Isn't that lovely? That is lovely. that poem really kind of exemplifies like her tone and her approach she's very welcoming i feel like but she also speaks to this very kind of unique experience and this this feeling the kind of the the taboo feelings associated with like being a mother and this like amazing miraculous thing that you do that is also maybe the one of the most isolating things you'll do in your entire life yeah um and and her experience is really interesting. So she has four kids. That's a lot. <laughs> she had three kids, and then they scheduled a vasectomy for her husband. And two weeks before it happened, she found out she was pregnant with her fourth. Yeah. Um. So she ended up staying home to take care of the kids during the pandemic um, because two of her children were not school age. And then obviously the other two couldn't go to school once the pandemic started. 
Uh, and so she would hire a babysitter and then she would go to a Panera Bread <laughs> and she would write. And she, in the, her acknowledgments, thanks uh, one of the employees because they would let her eat her own sandwich in a, and they would save her a spot with an outlet and then let her just buy tea and then hang out there the whole time mm, she was writing. I love patrons of the arts, you know, <laughs> yeah. the people who make it possible. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that is the experience, I think, of a lot of writers, you know. Um, Someone's got to give you your start somewhere. <laughs> uh-huh. Sometimes it's a Panera Bread employee. And so the other poem I want to read um, is it's a, it's a heavy one. Uh-oh. Um, and it, it was another one of those poems where I was like, should I read this? Should I not read this? Kind of a bummer, but it's also really good and I should read it. So I'm reading it. Okay. Uh, and just a warning before I read this poem, there is uh, references to gun violence in schools. Uh, the poem is called Back to School Shopping. Because I love you, I buy the Superman backpack, three tubs of glue. I hold up the different folders and let you decide, tigers or Legos, stripes or battleships. I do not tell you what I am becoming. I do not tell you I am afraid. Last night they played the screams of some people dying. Last night they showed their guns in the air. How does a mother hold her terrors? How does a school become a haunted place? In the morning, I take your picture in front of the sign, gaps in your teeth. I do not say a life without you is not worth living. I do not say I've memorized every inch of your frame. Instead, I wave at your hand waving. Instead, I say a quick goodbye. You weren't kidding about it being heavy. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so I... That poem, uh, again, like, I like to read poems that I feel like kind of represent the, you know, the ability and value of the poet. And, And I feel like, I don't know, that one speaks to kind of her ability of talking about how kind of impossible the job of being a mother can be, or even a parent, you yeah. know, like I, and I mentioned like she speaks a lot to her personal experience and obviously it's very relatable to me, but I think in general, like if, if you, if you have cared about somebody you have, you have parented in some way. And I feel like the, she so concisely kind of explains that in that yeah, poem for sure. and just how, um, scary and and difficult you know the experiences so yeah so anyway so that book came out in 2020 and then i believe she had another one in 2021 and 2022 damn <laughs> so yeah i mean once you start getting paid for writing it's like we oh get yeah this? <laughs> hell yeah but she was the number one new york times bestseller hey. so you probably saw her oh i saw her at the last convention at the yeah <laughs> meeting. the big number one new york times bestseller convention <laughs> Um, yeah, I would recommend, I mean, as I mentioned, the poems are short, like, uh, they're really, it's the kind of stuff I feel like, as I mentioned earlier, that you've probably been looking for, like, if you feel kind of alone in this experience, especially during this time um, of having children and, and, you know, and trying to maintain a relationship and a life in this environment, like, I feel like this. In this economy. <laughs> this economy? It's hard. <laughs> I would recommend Kate Bayer, as I've been told. Yeah. Thank you to you. Thank you to Kate Bayer. Thank you to 
Lamborghini. Lamborghini <laughs> company. Thank you to Bowen and Thank Augustus. you, Lamborghini, for sending us a car just to that try was out. Huge. Yeah. 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 You know, like we got an email from Max Fun that said, hey, that we'd they'd really like you to read this ad and yeah. they'd want you to try out the product. Um, can we send a Lamborghini to your house? And we said yes. And we said, yeah. And I flipped it pretty much <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Immediately, yeah. Um, thank you to Bowen and Augustus for the use of our theme song, Money Won't Pay. You can find a link to that in the episode description. And thanks to Maximum Fun. Thanks for to Maximum us. Fun. And we should talk about Candle Nights. Candle Nights is coming up very, very soon, December 17th. Yeah. Our I... virtual holiday spectacular will be streaming. Uh, tickets are $5, and then you can pay whatever you want on top of that because all proceeds go to Harmony House which is a, an organization uh, working to end homelessness in our hometown of Huntington, West Virginia. bit.ly slash candlenights2022 is the link to get your tickets. It's going to be a ton of fun. we got a bunch of special guests. All the shows have done little skits and sketches. We've done, appropriately enough, a holiday shopping guide <laughs> uh, for for our segment this year. But it's it's this is a, a pretty long-running tradition at this point, and it means a lot to all of us. And yeah. uh, it's a lot of fun. You can watch it video on demand, I think, through January 2nd. So uh, gra- grab your ticket. It's for an incredible cause, and it's, it's going to be just chock full of holiday uh, good feelings. Yeah. Um, we have merch at McElroyMerch.com, uh, including some ornaments and other holiday-themed stuff. I don't have a list in front of me, but it's, it's all there. And um, I think that's it. Thank yeah. you all for listening so much. Thank you so much for listening. Like, huge. That's huge for me. And I, I, uh, I don't have a good, I don't have a good way to end it. Let's talk, I guess, into the first time using these these cool new mics. Yeah, those, I liked it. Yeah. Oh, can we reflect now on the experience? Yeah. You were giving me two big thumbs up the whole time we were recording because <laughs> I guess you were excited about the hands-free action. I do. Speaking, I, I mean, I was going to say speaking of Frasier. Uh, Wait. <laughs> But we weren't. Were you having your own little <laughs> Frasier? Well, whenever we do the poetry corner, oh, okay, and, yes. you know, it makes me think of Frasier. Sure, and sure. these microphones make me feel like I am hosting a show in Seattle. Damn! I feel like a Frasier. <laughs> There's our episode title. <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.